0: I have been away from this way too long. Sorry about that, everybody. Just in case you all might have forgotten about me, I'm Jules Watts, and this is 5 Degrees Off Normal. It's been a good long while, so here are my holiday greetings to you, and they are in no particular order. Happy belated Halloween. Happy belated Mole Day. Happy belated Canadian Thanksgiving. And happy belated Veterans Day. And happy belated United States Thanksgiving. Oh, oh yeah, I almost forgot. Happy Back to the Future Day. I can't believe I almost forgot that one. How dare me? Okay, so what have I been up to in this almost two months, I think, since my last podcast? Yep, yep, two months. I am really sorry, guys. Well, I'm sure a lot of you know a lot has changed in the past two months. So, yeah, I've kind of been making my own blanket fort and hiding in there. It's scary crap out there, guys. You know it. I know it. The election, fires, earthquakes, dogs, cats living together, you know, mass hysteria. So with all that going around in the background, I'll be honest, it was a little difficult trying to come up with a podcast subject and a little bit more difficult coming up with the energy and... I don't want to say drive because that's not really it, but for lack of a better word, the drive to do a recording. So for the past couple weeks, I've been thinking about it and then thinking even more about it until all the thoughts decided to congeal and conglomerate inside my brain and really start whacking around in there. And after all this time, what did I come up with? To put it simply, fear. Yep, fear. That wonderful, painfully frustrating, yet sometimes motivational emotion or mental state or maybe a combination of both. Well, whatever it is, it's been really wrecking my life. Things both inside and outside of my sphere of influence. And what is the first thing that fear does to somebody? I've talked about this before. For me, it brings silence. And not just with my voice, either. Silence comes not just with me not podcasting, but it comes with my participation in the games that I play It comes with me kind of holing up in the house. I don't really go out. I don't post on social media. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't listen to music. At least nothing new anyway. I'll rewatch old YouTube videos or old cartoons or old anime. And I was thinking about why I do this. I'm a media soak. I love to consume all types of new and fun and interesting media, normally. But now I'm in an abnormal time. I'm in an abnormal mental space, even more so than what I usually live in. Right now, in this moment, at this exact period in time, my past is melting away, and my future is so foggy and so cloudy so tenuous that I'm too scared to look at it. I'm too scared to think about it. So I start gravitating to what's familiar to me. And I know that list keeps shrinking, but I gravitate to whatever I can get my hands on at this point. But I also know, logically, that's dangerous as shit to keep doing. And you want to know something funny? Fear is insidious. Fear is, at least for me, in a way self-propagating. I will scare myself better than almost anything out there. My brain really knows how to fuck with me. And it actually took kind of a shock of inspiration for me to realize that I'm scaring myself so much that I'm inducing my own paralysis here. And that really pisses me off. I made a promise to Zippy and I made a promise to my friends that I will not be complicit in my own demise. Or as my husband likes to joke about it, homicide before suicide. And you know what? He's right. If something wrecks me, it's not going to be my own doing. Or at least my own conscious, intentional doing. You know what I mean? If the copper toxicity kills me, so be it. We did everything we could to fight it. But if I'm not fighting it, then that's my own fucking fault then, isn't it? So I get angry. And let me tell you something, folks. Anger while sometimes destructive can be a hell of a motivator. And let me describe a little something, though. This anger wasn't this huge, fiery, explode, destroy, scorched earth kind of thing. Granted, I'm interested to see what the heck I would do if I ever got that angry, but that's neither here nor there, at least right now. This anger was more focused, like a blowtorch. And in the end, it actually proved, honestly, this shocked the hell out of me, it proved to be constructive. Or at least a little risky in a positive sense. What I decided to do was share my podcast with somebody who is not in the gaming community. For the sake of anonymity, I'm going to call her Cyrene, if that's okay with you guys. Cyrene and I have been friends for almost 12 years. She knows that I game, but that's not really her thing. Cyrene is an actress and a musician. She's an activist and a poet. She's also a healer but not in a doctor's type way. Just being around her makes you feel better. Not cured, but feel better. Cyrene is one of the few people I know that can actually soothe your soul. She makes you feel at peace. And right now, I had no idea how much I needed that. So I played her a few of my episodes, and I showed her some of my writings. And guess what happened? Go on, guess. No, I mean it. You're gonna be wrong. I mean, she did give me honest feedback, and she really liked my stuff, and she said it was very, very well done, and, you know, those really, really nice compliments that make you feel good? But that's not what I'm talking about. After I played her a little bit of the Shadowrun podcast, she looks at me and asks, hey, what's the sixth world? What does it mean, the sixth world? And I'm not really, really great at explaining stuff like that, kind of off the top of my head, especially after a food coma. So... I queue up of a little bit of Opti's Neo-Anarchist podcast, which is history for the sixth world. And it's awesome. So I played her a couple episodes of that. And her eyes get big and she gets a smile on her face. She's like, oh, this is fascinating. And then she asks me what Little Fears is. And I'm a little bit more articulate with Little Fears. So I explain it to her and I start telling the stories and a little bit of how the game works. And again, her eyes get big and she gets a smile on her face like, ooh, neat. Now, I know she's not a gamer. She's not the person to sit at the table and chuck dice. But she's the kind of person that will go out and buy fiction and read novels about the different worlds of Shadowrun or Legend of the Five Rings. So accidentally, I turned Cyrene into a tangential fan of a couple of gaming properties. How cool is that? So while I know she'll never sit down and chuck dice with us, she'll read some of the source books just for the vignettes and the stories and the interactions of the characters that live in that world. Turns out you can be a fan of a game and not actually play it. But you'll understand the war stories when all your friends are talking about them and in a way that ties to me as well. I will be honest, I'm not a fan of Legend of the Five Rings, or at least playing in it. I love reading about the Sengoku Jidai and Feudal Japan, but playing in that world, I really dislike. But I love a lot of the Legend of the Five Rings, uh, the novels, and you know the story that's been going on in the world. So if the world is rich enough and fascinating enough or enjoyable enough, you can actually turn somebody that's not a gamer into a fan of a game's universe. I mean, the Shadowrun world isn't huge. There's a lot of us, but not to the numbers that there are fans of Halo or Call of Duty. But I found out that the community of folks that love Shadowrun don't have to be specifically the players of the tabletop RPG. They can just be lovers of the Shadowrun universe and the stories that are told therein. And you know, that's kind of cool. And I started to realize that this is happening not just in my own little circle of friends, but on a larger scale. There's a YouTube show out there that has comedians like Paul F. Tompkins sit with people and they're playing D&D. And then somebody animates the D&D session and it's really funny. And people that don't play D&D are really liking this show. There's humor and there's sadness and there's, like emotion and laughter, and even the people that don't chuck dice are, are giggling at folks when they fumble their dice bag. So maybe that's the future I should be looking at. Not where the fact that I'm a gamer kind of insulates me, but where being a gamer, I can share a fantastic world with a friend that's never picked up a D6 before and get them so enthralled. That they'll be interested if something new about that world comes up. Turns out there's a way to share my love for gaming without picking up a set of dice. So I don't have to put myself in a little box or keep my friends based on what their interests are in little boxes too. And I don't have to be scared that my gamer friends might meet my, my school friends or my work friends. Maybe sometimes you all just want to get together and share an epic story. Doesn't matter where it comes from. But I think we'd all like to hear it. I have no idea what took over me, but I have also signed up for the Dog Days of Podcasting winter, let's call it the winter challenge, the 12 Days of Podcasting. Dollars to Donuts, I'm not going to be focusing on a lot of holiday stuff unless I get a really awesome mug of hot cocoa. But go to the Dog Days of Podcasting webpage and see who's going to be doing it. There's a lot of really great podcasts out there. And quite frankly, I think you all owe it to yourself to listen to some really good stuff this holiday season. This is Jules Watts, and you've been listening to 5 Degrees Off Normal. Our intro music is by the awesome Prism Shard. Thank you so much, and I will be linking to them in the show notes. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season, and hopefully I'll be talking to you soon. Don't be afraid to share the universe that's inside you. Someone else might find it fantastic.